welcome back to another episode of the Criterion Cult Podcast. My name is Nacho. The Martians are coming, Vielma. <laughs> <laughs> you like that? I was trying to think of a nickname. That's um, a good one. Anyways, yes, my name is Nacho, here with the cult, and here are my other hosts. We got Jordan, uh, here come the Mexicans, Garcia, because that's what this movie's really about. The War of the Worlds is really about Mexicans, not Martians. They're scared of Mexicans, anyway. <laughs> and Diego, the demon, I'm back with my... Handsome boys, Diaz. And Mondar Vizu here. <laughs> <laughs> cool, Mondo. And welcome back, Diego. Anyways, uh, what we do here on the podcast, if this is your first time listening, is we talk about movies in the Criterion Collection and movies that we want to bring to the collection. Um, so, yeah, this... So, and- watch your ass, Nacho. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so- what we do is that, we, you know, when someone brings a movie, some one of us brings one and then the other three of us vote it in or out. Yes, sir. So watch your fucking ass. <laughs> and yes, so today's my episode, and the two movies that I brought today are the, us, the world, the War of the Worlds, uh, 1953, 1953 no, no, and Tom Cruise bullshit, yeah, yes. and District Nine, two thousand nine. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, two thousand nine. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. So we'll talk about War of the Worlds. That's in the Criterion Collection. It was uh, put out in nineteen fifty three, directed by Byron Haskin. It's a movie, a small town in California is attacked by Martians beginning a worldwide invasion. Who's uh, up in this film? And in this film... I mean, uh, there's not, I mean, there's a bunch of people, but there's... There like is a, a bunch of people, but little, the know. main people were... Uh, so, Gene Barry as Dr. Clayton Forrester, and Robinson as Sylvia Van Buren, and Les Tremaine as Major General Mann. Yes, sir. So, is this a first watch for you guys? This was my first watch, actually. Um, I've seen the remake, the Tom Cruise Spielberg one. But... I get. To, I pretty much. I, we've all seen the remake, right? Yeah, yeah. We can all say I've, that. Yeah, I've okay. seen the Tom Cruise one. So that that probably means that this is all of our this is all of our first watches. No, yes? this is actually my second watch. Oh, yeah, I watched it, Mister like, Big Alien Man. Yeah, uh, probably like, Big Sexy with glasses. I want to say it was like in high school because we like we we read some stuff about H.G. Wells and then we heard. Uh, the radio broadcast of this and then we did a whole thing we spent a whole week on it and so we watched it for class so I th- nice. it, yeah but watching it this time around there's stuff that i was like did i did i skip class for that because i don't remember that because obviously it's kind of long so you don't watch it i mean you don't watch it throughout your whole class you know what i mean so i was like there's stuff that i that i totally missed on it and and this time around i was like really clinged on to it what really? was something you missed? Yeah, what were the things? That I think you like I think like the whole part after um, you start seeing the spaceship come over the hill after they kind of like everyone starts flocking to it. I I don't remember anything from then on into like where it's chaos and people are driving through the fucking road and uh, people are attacking each other and shit. I don't remember that part at all. Everything oh, I thought you were gonna say you missed the bad acting. No. Well, <laughs> yeah, because the yeah, look, let me just say that you know I love yeah. stuff from older times, yeah. and there's all kinds of good stuff from olden the 40, time, from the, the 40s and the 50s. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, from the yeah, go- yeah. good old golden age of Hollywood. Yeah. But these motherfuckers, these people. I mean, this was this this was some bad acting. Yeah. None of them ever had any kind of reactions to what was going on. I mean, yeah. Anytime the alien invasions were happening, anytime aliens, they would be hiding somewhere and aliens would peek in. They had no sort of real human reaction to that. You know, they were supposed to be scared. For instance, there was no suspense 
they never i never felt any suspense besides the music and the score right because none of the acting ever gave me the i never felt that they were scared or anything you I didn't just feel felt, that from ann robinson i think if anything ann robinson oh, was the okay, only one who was like over and she did it for everyone and right, right? right? Screaming parts <laughs> and, yeah, screaming and and over any anytime someone parked she started screaming like oh, that, God. that <laughs> she was like such an overactor she overacted so badly i mean look i you know i all these actors were it was just such a bad in terms of like the acting in all of it it just didn't i couldn't get into i love the special effects and we'll talk about that soon but in terms of what the acting brought to it for me to like sit there and be like okay let me follow this story and follow it to the end the acting didn't grab me especially because our main character was just so boring so silly just plain, just plain. Yeah, very just, basic. Yeah. Very I think plain. I was able to get. Yes, I agree with the whole acting and dialogue and all that. Um, but I was able to get past that. Like I wasn't. Oh, you're able to get past the Toontown. <laughs> well, it, it was put out in 1953. When was Streets of Fire put out? And it looked, it looked just like it. <laughs> no, no, good. No, no, no. Okay. Anyway, keep going. You were able to look past the fact that all the acting was awful and overdramatic. Yeah, no, I wasn't like I wasn't bored with the movie. Like I could sit through it, and like I was still entertained, and I could that's keep watching. Good, that's like, not a good saying either. You could sit through it. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't. Well, I, necessi- I think it's still that it's doesn't still really. Maybe, maybe not to you, but me. Yeah, I mean, I'm saying well, that I could sit through it. So, that doesn't I mean. really merit it to be good. I mean, I could I could sit through the dentist. That doesn't necessarily mean that's a good experience. Well, I, no, but I'm I'm explaining that it was a fine experience. It, it wasn't great, but to me, it was cool. Yeah, so I definitely yeah, that's, enjoyed that's it. That's what I mean. Yeah. Aside from the acting and the portrayal of the characters there were parts that or things about the film that causes you to like pay attention to it and be entertained by it you know yeah and even maybe like the bad acting is still entertaining because you're like yeah i mean kind it, of it, like it, dissecting the way that it's they're cheesy like, yeah. yeah exactly exactly oh it's you big. guys enjoyed the dialogue here huh was a dialogue good for you guys in this because <laughs> the dialogue's absolutely awful it literally makes no sense that the way that the people interacted with each other, the way the people, the way that they spoke to each other, and like the way that they would just sort of, they all acted like they just knew each other even though they didn't. Yeah. Like there was never any character development. There was never any no. way to show that like. No. And, Not and at so all. and 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 again, it was the forties, and so okay, that's fine, whatever. It was the fifties? The fifties. Sorry, yeah, it was the fifties. But so, the only thing that I kept watching this for obviously because we were recording a podcast but if i wasn't recording this podcast and i threw on this movie it would have to be the special effects i would yes. say yeah and, and and so they're not that great there's moments where you obviously can tell that it's uh, it's it's bad but yeah. but when you think but but like you said we when it's because it's the 40s or the 50s sorry you you think oh this it's fine. This is what they. This is actually probably pretty good for what. For they, its time. Yes, for yeah. its time. And and to the innovation that they did for that. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that they did that wasn't done before. And actually, the director also gained that perspective from being having background in like effects. You know, because he did multiple things in multiple movies. Uh, he he not only directed, he wrote, he produced, he he did a special effects, and I think that's what helped this movie with that. Because, yeah, the acting was, you know, like we've said, shitty. But him having that background and him, like, dealing with that, he focused a lot on that. Like, you know, the way he would set up certain shots, like, he focused a lot of that. And he practiced with, like, just stuff that other, I guess, like, other, you know, sci-fi movies hadn't done. And it helped the movie a lot. 
Sure, definitely. Definitely, especially for that time. I definitely agree with you. And again, I could look at this and I can say this, you know, this is pretty solid for the effects, especially for that time. But again, that doesn't necessarily always, um, that doesn't necessarily always make a movie good. Right. Right? The effects. So, yeah, I felt like there was nothing to pull you into the story, really. Just because there was no character development, you really don't get to know these, know any of the characters. Uh, like Gene Barry, he's the main guy. He's, like we said, he's just so plain and just kind of there. Like, he's not even like a real, like, he's like the worst heroic type. He's just, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what he's doing. Like, well, there's, there's a scene where they're checking out the site and he's like, oh, well, I guess he, um, he's there with Anne and, maybe someone from the military and he's like okay well I'm, or the, the pastor or the pastor man. but he was like i i guess i'm gonna stay the night or whatever and he's like what's there to do and what what'd they say there's a what do they call that dancing um it's like a hoedown or something yeah or square dancing i was kind of surprised but it was just kind of random like let's go square dance like while there's this eight, like yeah. this weird thing going on right yeah. where it's kind of that was kind of like well, they don't know it's then, an, that's what i'm saying that that's what i mean the acting <laughs> is just so bad they, they don't react in any real way to anything right they, they that's what and so again you know, I don't want to keep going on on about that, but so so that's what so it comes down to what the story is, right? So the story it's a book by H. G. Wells, right. yeah. And basically, what H. G. Wells is saying in this fucking thing is, don't let immigrants into our country. <laughs> that's pretty, no, this is what this is about. Most alien stories, I'm not saying anything that is new here, is like it's xenophobia. That's what it's about. It's about immigrants, and it's about people being like, look, this is America. We can't let these people in because they're going and we'll and that's literally the same thing. Not even with America. Really but think H.G. Wells was trying to say that because I feel like science fiction was a way to like shed light on that kind of thing and be more open about these kind of things. Do you think they interpret it wrong? Well, or, or okay, you really okay, maybe, think okay. H.G. Yeah, Wells is you're probably really right. trying to say that. You're probably right. They they maybe interpreted it wrong because I haven't read H.G. Wells's book, well, so I book, can't say that. Book, I, that my mistake. Yeah, and yeah. even in the book, I mean, they the, for the film they changed the location and everything. You know, the book is based in the U.K. Okay, so, well there you go. Yeah. So then it okay. is their interpretation yeah. of it. So. Fucking, fucking what's Barry his name? Lyndon, Byron Haskin, <laughs> who directed this, who who wrote it, and or no, did he write? Well, Barry yeah. Lyndon uh, wrote it. Okay, yes, he, he directed and wrote. Byron Haskin directed it. Oh, Barry yes. Lyndon. Yes, oh. Barry, Barry Lyndon. Okay, wrote it. well that's what I'm saying. Byron and Barry, <laughs> these two B's, B&B. they came up and they were just like, you know what? Let's change this. Let's change the story up so that it can be about immigration because that's what this movie felt like. Mm-hmm. It really felt like the idea because what we're going to talk about later in District Nine, it's the same idea. Yeah. But here, it, it there's no there's nothing left to the imagination. There's no it's literally good or evil there's no nuance it's literally just these things came to our fucking country and they're trying to come here and they're trying to take over we got to kill them we got to nuke them we got you know we can't let them in you know what i mean yeah that's it's really black or white like that yeah, yeah it, it's just very and then so they get here right and they're taking over but guess what because everyone's been praying and everyone's been uh talking <laughs> yeah. to god God made this earth for us. He made it for Americans. Everyone salute right now. He made it for Americans. 
and the air that we that that's breathable is for americans only yeah and so those aliens came in and they couldn't breathe our, they couldn't stand our atmosphere <laughs> because it because only true americans can fucking stand this atmosphere yeah, because god is. made this for true blue blooded americans yeah. this is what aliens. happens when hitler tries to paint <laughs> <laughs> you know but but that's what it felt like the, to me watching this like that's really what that undertone kind of had it was every time one of the people yelled at the aliens like get back or something it felt like they were just like get back mexican or get back you know like it, it just felt very yeah. it felt very much like that yeah and, and maybe i'm just sort of you know i you know i don't care that doesn't make me not like the movie but it just sort of had that vibe to me that in the back in the 50s they were just showing that movie to be like look we want you to be because what they call immigrants is aliens yeah so look at this movie about aliens and look what they're going to do to you. They're going to fucking shoot you and kill you. They're going to take over. They're going to make us all ride in the streets, even though there's no reason, even though it's the white people that are acting worse, maybe than the aliens in yeah. that movie. But, you know, that's a whole nother well, podcast. It's kind of funny what they did to the only Mexican in this movie. They turned them into like a line of coke um, in that one line and that one scene. Well, Three lines see, of coke. the thing is, I'm actually surprised <laughs> that he didn't get die first. They actually all, you know, it was him and two white guys. So, yeah. it's so not, that's why I, it was three lines. Yeah, so, well, yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't that bad. That's fine. If he can die with two white guys, that's cool with me. As long as he didn't die first and the two white guys got away. That would be fucked up. Yeah, that would have been Yeah, I was, I was going to ask, did you actually read the book, the novel? I did not. I did not read it. I mean, I think we did like. They just show movies in school. They don't yeah, read. I don't think oh, we okay, read no, it. I I think oh, we, you didn't even read it. I think we read, like, you know, how they. And I was just, like I was just curious about the whole uh, kind of like Christian thing that they had in this book and oh, yeah. the prayers and thoughts and they kind of prayed yes. everything away, you know. It, no, if it's, that's, it's very that's that's another thing too. It's yeah. it's very uh, religious based. It's very much, oh God came and saved us. He made this earth for us. These aliens can't come in because it's God. We were all in a church and. You yeah, know, that gets it, pushed a lot in the film. Yeah, and it's just like a weird, abrupt ending, too. Yeah. It's not even like a very uh, climactic no. or exciting ending. And and that's one of the things that sort of upset me about it, is that you have these actors who, first of all, they they don't know how to run dramatically. They don't even have to like yell or anything besides, obviously, <laughs> um, Anne Robinson. Yeah. But everyone else is just very bad at reacting to what's going on. And so how am I supposed to take what's going on seriously if none of these actors will if when you know the the general's looking at all his soldiers get burned alive by these rays and he's just like raising an eyebrow or two like every now and then he's not even he doesn't even like fucking scream or be like oh shit or anything yeah. there's no reaction then it's right. just like oh so what why why do i care you right? know yeah yeah that's really weird because i mean on the imdb like trivia they try to like uh blame the act the bad acting because nothing was there kind of you know like there's like they're reacting to nothing pretty much right it's probably but yeah they're fucking actors they should be able to react yeah. to nothing yeah. you know yeah. and ha know how to interpret it and act the way so it's kind of a cop-out to say like oh they're oh, it's a reacting, huge cop-out yeah reacting to nothing yeah. yeah it felt like uh the acting was that of a like a art like an acting class like you know when you first start acting classes like, yeah it's like what like, you think like a high school is, yeah, exactly. like a high school drama yeah and when you're first coming in and you're like, oh, this is how you react to this and you, this is where you would do this or whatever. It seemed very like... Do you, do you think like the act... To me, like some of the acting, like it seemed delayed? Yes. You, is that like an editing, like an editing issue or think, what do you think? Like, I th think they just didn't know how to act to anything. So it was delayed. So 
how they cut it was just how they cut yeah. it. Yeah, you know? no, because like, it's got nominated for uh, for well, it won an, an Academy Award for Best Effects, Special Effects, mm-hmm. but it got nominated for Best Sound Recording and also Best Film Editing. And I was wondering, like, the whole delayed acting, if that was just kind of, well, if that I was mean, just you a have bad to act. Imagine I think that, that's more on the actors than the yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, I was just yeah. curious. Yeah. If but that, but okay. even then, you have to imagine at that time, I'm sure what, you know, this film probably was a a big deal in terms of the editing and stuff like that. Yeah. Especially because, you know, the effects that they were doing are pretty new. So they have to edit in a certain way, in a different way than they would, you know, yeah. the stuff that they, they would before. Yeah. Yeah. They always credit uh, Jaws as being like the summer blockbuster. Yeah. But I mean, this kind of looks pretty much like a summer blockbuster. Yeah. You would think you it know? would yeah. be, right? Yeah. Like yeah. this Definitely. would get everybody to, to the go theater. to the theater. Yeah. 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 Because well, everyone, would, you would go like, especially at the time in the fifties, you would go see this. Especially once it's in color, you would come home and be like, "Oh shit, I saw War. Yeah. The, you should see War of the Worlds. Yeah, we got to keep those Mexicans out. <laughs> <laughs> there's a bunch you of white people I mean, in the fifties. The Mexicans are making alien spaceships. Wait, these Mexicans eye. are gonna come in. They're gonna blast us out. Of and place. it's not not to mention that like just like the the they're impregnate our women. <laughs> not to mention like how Antonio popular, Banderas is on his way. <laughs> how popular the novel was already, but the fact too that people that had listened to the broadcast, you know, they they were still alive. So they wanted to see it in visuals, you know, and I don't think they got what they paid for as far as that. But in terms of visuals, as far as effects, oh, that that was I think that I mean, we we really can't say what the people in the 50s were getting because they probably saw this and loved it. I mean, there was probably you're right. There was probably a bunch of like dudes nutting in the theater when they saw this because they were just (laughs) like, I've never seen anything like this, especially those weird tentacle things that come out of, you know. They're just like, oh my god, this is getting me excited. Not to say that I did, but I imagine that they would. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, all right. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's it's one of those kind of classic films that I think you know, as in in our generation, we know about certain films mm-hmm. that because again, we're men of a certain age, is what mm-hmm. we should probably age. call this podcast. <laughs> but we 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 sort of know about those films that we're supposed to watch, or the ones that are like the you know the good ones, yeah. and. Don't get me wrong. You, you should always check out those lists and always find those lists because the criterion is kind of one of those. Mm-hmm. But there are always those ones that you're just kind of like, okay, I get why people are, are, are really, they, they put this on a mantle, right? Because the special effects in War of the Worlds, it makes sense for that time. Right. They, they look good. I actually enjoyed a lot of the special effects that they have in here. They, there's a bunch of cool scenes that I really like, you know, want screenshots of because they're just nice, you yeah. know? But in terms of it being something I would actually own or just, you know, be excited about watching, it's not really that. You know what I mean? Okay. It doesn't really, like, land there. So I'm kind of wondering, Nacho, what are your... What, do you have, like, what are your last thoughts on this? Let's get into the last... Right, should we get into the last yeah, thoughts? Yeah, yeah, we could do that. Yeah. Last thoughts on... Well, I was just a fan of the effects more than anything. Just, you know, the effects... Again, the acting was cheesy, but I could I could tolerate it just because, if anything, it was funny to me, you know? So I could, yeah, I could sit through sure. that, right? But, yes, being... I think more than anything, it's just... A fi- thinking of a film of that time and what they were able to produce on screen, you know, and mm-hmm. and the editing in regards to the, you know, the flash. I think they use a lot of uh, images of or video of like uh, World War Two and stuff like that, like when they were mm-hmm. when they were cutting through, you know, and just all that. Um, I think that's what I was biggest fan of, you know, and I was able to sit through it <laughs> again, sit through it. <laughs> Me, it was cool. I mean, because there's certain movies that I just can't like. Uh, 
Hagazusa. No, I'm just kidding, Diego. Um, but you know, no, you're not. But <laughs> back ever again. Oh, yeah. um, but I keep mean, bringing it up. Besides that, you know, the special effects, the editing, that was all cool. I mean, it, I I dug it for what it was at the time. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna rate this three alien Xboxes, uh, beaming, zapping people. Okay. What? How, okay. How would you stack this up to the remake? I know it's kind of. I mean, it's totally different. But how would you stack it up? Would you watch the remake before you would watch this again? Would I watch the remake? I don't think I'd watch the remake. I'd watch it once, and I think I'd rather watch the 1953 version than the, the remake, yeah. for sure. Cool. Yeah. Well, what are your last thoughts, Andy? Um, I, I really... Actually, this time around, I really enjoyed this film. Um, it Just for the special effects, I saw a lot of stuff. Like, I'm, I've... I was never like a big sci-fi person until just maybe the last two years. I've watched more sci-fi. I've gotten more into sci-fi and stuff like that. And I I enjoyed this film for showing and showcasing how special effects, both practical and, you know, like even like today, the born digital stuff, how we've progressed. And, and not just that, but like even like the ray gun sound, like looking into it. The, the way they make the the heat I mean the heat ray sound uh, for the for the you know the zapping and stuff like that yeah it was like a string quartet and stuff like like orchestra that made the sound for it and that was duplicated in other well that's pretty cool actually yeah and they that's dupl- actually really cool they duplicated that because how they good should do that more often actually yeah how good <laughs> that they came out for this film they they used it in like other sci-fi stuff like outer limits and stuff like that for which, sure yeah which Byron actually uh, did, did like an episode of the outer limits or something like that. oh nice so, that's pretty cool yeah so like looking into it more just that on the aspect of like um digging more into sci-fi this film opened that up and i think that's cool and i think like also for like younger kids they should watch something like this to kind of i agree i agree for sure because that that makes sense like um it it, again it's not something that i enjoyed that much but It's not something. It's not something that I'm like. Oh, I shouldn't have watched that. Of right, course, right. Yeah. 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 That's so a good point. That being said, like because of all those points, I just think I think I I'm gonna give it a three point five. Um, because although the acting is pretty terrible, um, it you can overlook that and and focus more on like the visual aspect of it. Yeah, and Robinson's pretty hot. Okay. She's gorgeous. Yeah. She's unbelievably gorgeous <laughs> for sure. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I mean. Everyone in this just looks the same, and they're all beautiful people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, it was the golden era. So. All those white people looked beautiful back yeah. then, for sure, but they looked the same. But 3.5 is my score. That's nice. what I'm going to stick to. All right. Mondo. Uh, Mondo, what you got? Uh, Yeah, I mean, I really couldn't get past uh, just, like, I don't know, the story and how it was, like, how it was presented to, how it was presented on the film, on in film or whatever. I don't know, on <laughs> film, in cinema. <laughs> You know, from the adaptation. However, they do it. Yeah, Yeah. sure. (laughs) You know, like just the acting. Like there was no like. I mean, like in sci-fi movies. I mean, you don't need like an arc really for every for every character, but maybe one character. But I wasn't looking for an arc. Maybe just characters. You know. Yeah. And there was no characters in this film. Like everyone was really generic. Like it was general, doctor, woman. For sure. Yeah. There was no like you know unless you were like back then and you knew these actors who these actors were maybe have a little more characterization of them but there's no character for, for like no character at all in this film and it's and that's what really like watching this really made it was like 
I was dragging my feet like oh, okay. across the mud, you know? Yeah, I feel that for you sure. Know? But I mean, yeah, the special effects were awesome. Like I love practical practical effects. Like it's nothing I wish they would do that more, you know? 100%. But it, I as maybe as cheesy as it looks sometimes as it looks sometimes I think it looks better than digital effects. Yes. For sure, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't look like mud or at least it but yeah, this movie this movie looked beautiful. It was like yeah, colorful, even just like, like putting some fog with a green light behind it like yeah. looks yeah. good in this movie. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that looks better than like some CGI shit yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah, I mean I can understand why, especially at the time it came out, nineteen fifty three, and the special effects like it's it's pushing it's pushing cinema, you know. But there's a lot of stuff that isn't pushing cinema at the same time where it, it got kind of to the wayside. The story and the acting, right. you know, mm-hmm. just how it was told and everything, because. Like there's like the beginning where it's like the news cast, the news, mm-hmm. the news yeah. reel, and then in the middle they do a news reel, and then kind of at the end they kind of, oh yeah, and then they just couldn't breathe. <laughs> the aliens, right? Yeah, they yeah. just sort of okay. wrap it, it up. Yeah. Just yeah. like it didn't. I don't think the movie flowed well. Very unclimactic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's your yeah. score? But yeah. So uh, I'm gonna give it a two point five. Okay. That's All not right. Too bad. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, you know, I can't really say anything else that you guys haven't said. Look, loved it for the special effects. Wasn't crazy about the acting. Didn't care about the story at all. Really saw a lot of flaws in the story. Really took a lot of flaws, you know, watching the film and just being like, oh, well, this is just, like, it's not even really a cool alien invasion thing. It literally yeah. just felt like this. It, it literally is the Make America Great Again of <laughs> alien movies. Yes, That's what it felt like. It yeah. felt very, because it just felt very black and white whereas what what we're going to talk about later with district nine there's nuance there it, yeah. it kind of shows you yeah. a, a life's a, a, you know something about the aliens yeah. where here it's just like no these are just these disgusting creatures they gotta die don't let them touch you don't let yeah. them get near well, you just, i didn't think about it it really is the freaking make america great yeah oh. Wow. Because yeah. it, it also has that whole like religious undertone where they're just like, oh, if we just get in a church and pray, these aliens will go away. Mm-hmm. Well, you think God don't know about aliens? Mm-hmm. I mean, you, I mean, God. If he made everything. If he made everything, he would know. About th- but then, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's just this weird thing where also, too, it's just like, oh, well, guess what, aliens? You can't survive in this earth because God made it for us. <laughs> and God didn't make oh, you God. can't breathe this earth, yeah. breathe this air. We can because mm-hmm. we're american christians you know or whatever the fuck it just had that vibe for me and again i don't mind shit like that if the movie's good if there's good acting if the story you know what i'm saying because i don't mind some conservative you know ideals in films if they're not so bad if they're not done in a way that's just like you know there's you know there's nothing i can latch on to mm-hmm. i can't latch on to the story i can't latch on to the acting it just didn't get anything for me so it's the same thing 2.5 of those those dick alien heads okay yeah, yeah. so that's war of the worlds i mean you know but i think this is a good pairing i'm kind of glad that we watch both yeah. these movies because it's like an evolution of what <clears throat> excuse me of what an alien movie can be yeah and of, and and of the effects that, too like yes what we have now you know yeah. <laughs> I, I was comparing both and i was like wow this is a great pairing you're right yeah, yeah. in terms and also in terms of that idea of the xenophobia yeah kind of of what that whole idea of what aliens mean in terms of invading it's, yeah you know yeah, it's yeah. about other countries invading america mm-hmm. and so here it's it takes place in a different you know it doesn't even take place in america no. it's not even about that so it it sort of shows you that idea of what that 
you know, of that difference that it does it doesn't have to be an American story. Immigration takes from place from all around. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, enough about Spielberg and Tom Cruise's The War of the Worlds. <laughs> Let's get into <laughs> District Nine, Mr. Nachito's pick. Yes, sir. Tell so this movie that. that I brought to the Criterion Cult today is a film directed by Neil Blomkamp, put out in 2009. It's his feature film debut. Um, it's produced by Peter Jackson and Carolyn Cunningham. Um, just a quick thing. Um, this movie was actually supposed... They were supposed to develop this Halo movie and lack of financing and do all that. I, I think Peter Jackson was involved in it, too. And... It, that kind of fell through, and Neil Blomkamp just still wanted to like produce and direct a movie, so they used a lot of the stuff that they had already ready for this Halo movie. They oh. used it in District Nine. Anyway, so this movie stars um, nice. Charlton Charlto Copley as Vickis <laughs> Vickis Vandermeu, uh, Jason Cope as Christopher Johnson, um, and David James as Kubis Venter. Um, actually, J. Jason Cope, who does Christopher Johnson, he does actually all the voices for all of the these prawn characters yeah, that we're going to talk he, about he, in this movie. He also did like the CGI and the movements for all of them. Oh, really? He, yeah, yeah, he yeah did, that's cool. He, not only that, like he also, but he's also the um, he does interviews because so this movie is shot kind of like documentary style. Yeah, in the and beginning, he, and yeah. he's the one like doing a lot of those interviews. Like he's he's most yeah, of the, he's the guy, he has like a suit on. Yes. He's like he's in a lot of fuck. I wish it he's says, throughout the whole movie basically. Yeah, he the guy yeah. That has like the kind of side hair. Yes. Uh-huh. Oh shit. That's yeah, he cool. yeah he's he plays most of those parts. Yeah, that's cool. So, so what anyways, is District Nine about? So, so District Nine, this movie, um, violence on en- en- ensues ensues after an extraterrestrial. Uh, race forced to live in slum life conditions on earth finds a kindred spirit in a government agent exposed to their biotechnology okay look i always tell nacho to get the summaries off of imdb and this is probably the first time i wish i wouldn't have told him that is, <laughs> i mean look this is this is i i this doesn't describe district nine at all right no. like what he well but yeah right uh, that's literally I the IMDb, bet. yeah, right. That's that's sort of weird. But I'm that, again, I'm not blaming Nacho. I'm just blaming IMDb for this. Usually yeah. they have a pretty good summary. This is not. Yeah. But I don't think it was that bad. But <laughs> all right. So yes, um, District Nine, Neil Blomkamp. Uh, you guys have all watched it, right? I mean, of this course. Is, yes, I've seen it yeah. in pieces, but yeah, yeah. All right. Um, oh, you saw it in pieces. pieces. Yeah. So I've seen it. It, uh, I've seen it in like pieces. Wait, you in the watched mix. it, right? We have a yeah. we have a podcast. Yeah, yeah, I've watched. I've oh, watched okay. it. I just never watched it from beginning to end. Is what I meant. So before I, this, yeah. So before you had to record yeah, the exactly. podcast. So every time I would watch it, I'd be like, oh, I catch the beginning, and then I'd catch the ending, but I forgot the beginning. So this is the first time I watched it from beginning to end. So okay, that's what I meant. And is there a reason for that? Did you just not? Did Did you have no interest like in seeking it out? Or? Yeah, I think it's just like uh, like like I said, uh, I've never been like huge into sci-fi. So that's it was right. Just, that's like, right. You just so you I made just, that like, figured, crazy. Oh, claim. it's another alien movie, and I just kind of like. Oh, you know? we got another alien movie yeah. guy over here. <laughs> but I, you know what? If not, I would have known that, I wouldn't have put you on the podcast. This is not an alien movie. Just kidding. Just anyone that's listening, this is not an alien. movie. No, it's not. It is. It's a creature no. feature. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, it's a um, combination of a lot of great things. Honestly, I mean, and the the reason I I brought this movie to the uh, to the chopping block, it's it was a movie that when I saw originally, I think I saw it in the movie theater. No, I had to see it in the movie theater. Of like course, a couple I times think we all did. Did. Well, besides Diego, for me. but when it came out, like it it blew my mind just visually, the storytelling, the character development with um 
Charlton. Charlton. I can't say his damn name is Charlton. Charlton. Like you know from Charlton. him. You just say Wickus. Wickus. Um, oh, Vickus. You know, is it Vickus? It's Wick. It's Vickus. Yeah, but everyone says it with the okay. V. Vickus. Yeah. That's right. That's you right. Know, but the I think the CGI or the CGI, <laughs> all that is kind of what blew my mind at first when I first saw it. It being shot. Stop creaming your pants. Do you know if Weta Digital did the? Did they do the CGI? Because Peter Jackson's like yes. So they did the. Did, Yes, they were part of that for sure. They did a lot of actually, yeah, they did a lot of the creature designs. They did a lot of stuff in it. Yeah. Peter Jackson really brought this thing. Peter Jackson together. gave him the thirty million. Like he just gave him thirty million, yeah. and you can make whatever you want. And this Jesus is what he made. Christ. And that's great yeah. because literally Neil Blomkamp. I mean, I think this is a very smart take on you know what we we're talking about earlier in terms of the War of the Worlds and that yeah. whole xenophobia thing, yeah. where he gives the aliens you know a, a reason you you care yeah. about the aliens yeah and I, he gives them a heart he gives you them do. personality you, he gives them vulnerability each each know? alien has character like if yeah. you see like they all have like different outfits and yeah. stuff like that they live in the slums but like, before before we get into that let's talk about like why that like so the reason why that would make sense is because the way that it's filmed right let's talk about the way that it's filmed okay. in terms of the documentary style mm-hmm. and how it starts off where it's like a documentary, right? You're following this footage that someone else is making, but it jumps to, especially when it shows, you know, the prawns doing the things that they're doing. It's not necessarily documentary footage, but it's still filmed that same shaky cam sort of way. Yeah. And I think that really helps make it still feel real because, you know, the documentary style that makes it feel real right that makes it feel like a thing but when they have to cut to the aliens when they're kind of talking to each other and and building the the machine yeah and and doing all these other random things where there's no documentary crew right they still sort of film it in this sort of shaky cam way and i and i swear to god watching this when i first saw it in theaters i was just like ah thank god like like that's great that they like keep up that sort of vibe even if it's not supposed to be the documentary part of it yeah because it still makes it feel real and yeah. raw and, and everything yeah yeah i'd even think it gives the film more personality exactly in a sense. Uh, and i was actually gonna say like w- since i watched it uh from beginning to end this time it made me feel like i don't know if you guys get that but it made me feel like more than just a sci-fi film it made me feel like an adventure film because, like, in the beginning, sure, it comes off like you're following this 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 guy, you know, this guy that's going on um, doing his job and basically telling these aliens that they're getting evicted, you know, which to them, they're kind of like, what the hell does that mean? Or why are you can't do this, you know? Um, and so it's like an adventure, like the beginning of like even like a video game type thing. So I can see where like you meant the Halo part of mm-hmm. it, um, although maybe this doesn't fit into the whole Halo theme, but I feel like. It felt very much like an adventure. You know, to me. now that you're saying that, I, I get what you're saying. It did very much feel like that kind of video game sort of adventure thing, like that. Like you would levels. Play, yeah, you would yeah. play a video game like that, where you would have to be the guy who would mm-hmm. go around to these like houses, and then you would get that infection. Yeah. Then you'd be in a certain area, get tested on. Mm-hmm. You'd escape it, and you'd have to go back there. Yeah. And 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 get what you need to escape again you know what I mean? yeah that, that that's right that's true and, and i think that's why it was a good structure because it's very yeah. exciting you know you're 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 into it throughout yeah. the whole thing you you're sort of you you're you fall 
not in love, but you're into this character at first. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like where you're just like, oh, this is like this guy's like a, a dorky dude. That's like, what I goofball. thought. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. I thought he was like a he's gonna be like a wimpy nerdy guy. You know? Do you guys Wimp- know that he improvised a lot of those first scenes? Like it was all improvised. No, I mean the whole film is pretty much yeah. improvised. That's they, really like, cool. They wrote like a lot of the you know the the main scenes and the basic things you're supposed to do, but. Yeah, they let their actors improvise. Um, I watched the special features that are on the regular Blu-ray mm-hmm. of it, and they talk. You know, they talk about how they just they would set up a scene and they would just kind of let them go off. And Neil Blomkamp, who makes sense, fucking genius in terms of like trying to do a sci-fi film. Mm-hmm. Try to do it as like a documentary style. Try to get like real moments, right. so that you can cut that into those big sci-fi moment so that it doesn't feel so scripted or not scripted just so out of this world it doesn't feel so uh, out of this world (laughs) it's it's an alien movie (laughs) hey but you know what i mean like it doesn't feel so it feels real it feels like yeah oh shit yeah it feels grounded like yes maybe in joe maybe yeah Yeah. maybe in that place there is alien an alien slum village you know what i mean yeah which is like how you guys said um for war of the worlds like it felt you know the the acting was terrible. That this film feels natural, uh, in the the uh, reactions as well as the even like the dialogue with each other. You know between yeah uh, between um what uh, Charlotte Copley and the guy that he's training or whatever right like how they're like kind of like oh this is how you do you don't approach it this way you got to do it this way though there's guns here that kind of stuff like it felt it has like a very like um yeah it's like a like the office it has like a very the office feel yes exactly where he's just like this guy trying to be like oh i know what i'm doing like this is how you're supposed to talk to people michael scott yeah yeah, yeah. okay yeah definitely yeah Yeah, and and that's i i think that that right away brings you in because you're just like okay like Yep. It's an alien movie, you know, for the for people who, you know, they're just like, "Well, I don't know if I want to believe what this is. What, how, right. Why is it filmed like this? Why are they interviewing people in the in an office?" Mm-hmm. Cuz most alien movies start off with some big explosion or or you're, a spaceship or you're in, in a spaceship space, yeah. or something. And this one grounds you and lets you know, "Hey, we we're following this goofy ass dude and he's dealing with this thing that's not like an an alien invasion in the way that you see in regular movies where yeah. it's like everyone's panicking yeah it's more already so been there for 20 years right which, which was they, cool they... like that was so like the what he did with it where it's like you know they they've been here they arrive no one knows what's going on and they just kind of like they're there nothing's yeah. happening it's not so black and white as war no, of the worlds because it's more you have yeah to, yeah you have to expand on like it's very real world the, yeah exactly like what the hell's going on which going back to what you said about like the whole like racism and stuff like that that's what happens people just show up and all they want is just to live a better life you know there it's not something like where they're like if they could have stayed home i'm sure they would have it also it but, also shows like how big corporations are never or like people who say like are for like little people are never about it you know like yeah that mnu mnu like yeah, the company yeah, right how I they the you know they're Fuck here the to MNU. help these prawns and they're they're gonna like you know relocate them but you yeah, know they, 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 they like really shit. nice like, like 
tents or whatever they call they were, it. They were, they were putting them in somewhere worse. Yeah. And all they were invested in was getting their technology and getting their guns. And they were all in it for the money. They didn't give a shit about these people. Like, they were never going to go back. Like, in the beginning of the movie, I think their CEO says, like, yeah, they're not returning. And it's not, they're not returning because you guys see fucking dollar signs. Like, yeah. there's. Yes, they're, that, you're not going to let them. You know, yeah. exactly. Yeah. It's like you want them out of here, but yet you're trying to keep them here. And keep them in the slums because you want something from them, yeah, which is what go, which is what goes on in the real world. Yeah. They keep minorities in the slums, keep them low, but we don't. They don't necessarily like kill them. They slowly kill them in different ways, but they still want but they money. need them. They need their money yeah. for different things, yeah. and that's what like District Nine, and, and that's what I mean in terms of the evolution of sci-fi films from the war of the worlds to district nine where the world of the worlds is literally like don't let any immigrant immigrants in mm-hmm. fucking god bless america mm-hmm. god is real america is great the fuck all these foreigners <laughs> but district nine is more so uh it, it it's got more nuance to it it's yeah. more like well you know what i don't know we're all immigrants in a way yeah i mean these you know the, you know in in the film district 9 the prawns aren't necessarily a threat to anybody no and it, what's funny most of the that, humans you they can intimidate them in a lot of ways yeah. with their weapons and stuff like yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. i mean well i mean there, there's that that nigerians that are in part of in the slums with them that are basically bullying them you know what i mean and what's funny is that like johannesburg is so racist that you know like they're showing that even the people that are lower which are the nigerians are looking at the aliens like trash or garbage well, or whatever. Well, this, this movie and that, and was also in inspired. every type of society. Yeah, like, this that's whole, crazy. This whole District 9 was inspired by an actual dist- District 6 um, in uh, Cape, Cape, Cape Town, Town jo- Johannesburg, Cape right? Town, yeah. So where, they, where there was segregation going on yeah. and where they forcibly re- like relocated about 60,000 people, like colored yeah. people. like yeah. So I think like looking into that, that was something that, well, watching it originally, like visually again, storyline, the characters, all that, it was fucking amazing to me. Yeah, but yeah. like learning about what this is about later on, like what inspired it, what yeah. was going on, that that is what kept me wanting to watch it again and again. You know, yeah, just yeah, to yeah. see these, the way they were playing this out. And again, like I just like the take of this of this movie, how it's it's not the traditional sci-fi invaders yes. attacking us. It's these people. I mean, we've already said it, but people like they got stuck here and they want to leave but we're keeping them here you know like it's it's fucking yeah it's like that evolution of that so in the war of the worlds you know the aliens showed up and they couldn't stand our atmosphere so they just died (laughs) district nine they sort of just you know they ran out of fuel they sort of crash landed there and they literally it's not necessarily the atmosphere that fucked them up but it's like the atmosphere quote-unquote they just became us. They they're eating junk it, food. Yeah. They're in gangs. They're yeah. just, yeah. you know what I mean? They're just yeah. stealing like shit. Cat food is junk food. <laughs> <laughs> That's cat eat junk, junk food. dude. Yeah. I don't know if you knew this, but cat eat junk. Why wouldn't they just eat a cat? But I'm just saying, <laughs> look, but you know what I mean? Like, it's like that. It's, it's more of a, it's, it's just, you know, in war of the world, it's more black and white. Yeah. In district nine, it just more, there's more nuance to it. There's more. It's not just we should just keep these people out. It's just like, well, damn. I mean, should we? Because they're just people, and are you know they're just. I mean, they're not. They're, they're not people. They're beings. Yeah. And they, 
you know, they're like, they're not like overpowering us. No. In District 9, they're not like, you know, they're in slums. And and then, and then yeah. the army could just show up there and just treat them like shit. It's not like they, they can just like fuck people up and just take us over. Yeah. And then we're still just like, oh, don't come in our restaurants. Don't come play near us. Don't like touch us. You know what I mean? But yeah. They're just like, oh, we're just trying to survive. We're just eating cat food. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's, it's just like, a. I think this is like a really good interpretation of that. But at the same time, does it belong in the Criterion Collection? I don't know, Nacho. Can you tell me why it belongs in the Criterion mm-hmm. Collection? Like, really, why? Yes, you have brought up earlier that there is, you know, some special features on the current Blu-ray of this. I didn't bring that up. You did. You actually, you were talking about the special, <laughs> you, you were referencing the special features that you have on the Blu-ray. Yes. So you brought that up. Before and, we started recording, but yeah, keep going. No, he, he brought it up, but it's all right. Um, That's <laughs> fine. Anyways, I just think it needs the Criterion t- uh, touch, you know? Um, this is a movie that should be preserved because this is Neil Blomkamp's, you know, first feature film. Like, it's just everything that went into this film you know the special effects the the story this you know the character development all that um i don't see why not this this movie wouldn't like be you know preserved um maybe a little more history on the whole inspiration by district six and like johannesburg cape town that stuff um i haven't seen the special features on this uh blu-ray jordan but um I don't know, just a little bit more into the making of it, the sci-fi, you know, the whole Halo background, all that, what yeah, Neil Blomkamp was into, you know. Um, yeah, maybe some new artwork, you know. I would like to, because I have an, an edition of this where it's it's a three-piece with Elysium and Chappie. But besides that, there's not really a, like a special edition feature of this, and that's what I would like to see. Are you a fan of his other movies? Elysium, yes, Chappie as well. Um, but I think this is his masterpiece, the first one. I've never seen Elysium. I've seen Chappie, and I mean, I like Elysium more than Chappie. That's okay. for sure. I mean, I agree with you. Elysium is better than Chappie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So, I mean, how do you guys feel about this film? I mean, I'm sure you're fans, but tell me like what you feel, like if it's worthy. Well, should we do last thoughts and uh, yeah. vote it in? Yeah. Get in. What do you guys think? Yeah? yeah. All right. Well, I'll go first. Um, okay. I'll say this. Look, do I think it's worthy for the criterion? Well, here's why. Here's what I think. <laughs> <laughs> You're smiling real big over there, man. Well, I'm, I mean, look, I'm just saying that, you know, what we're talking about from the War of the Worlds till District 9. Yeah. Yeah. That's like a big jump in terms of how they're telling the story of xenophobia because most alien stories about that mm-hmm. i mean i i haven't read hg wells's book but i imagine that's what that is mm-hmm. most sci-fi stuff relates to something like that that's what aliens come from it comes from that they're you know people back then were scared of immigrants basically yeah, yeah it's it's never really aliens it's a, right. a placeholder for something else yes. you know that's going and, on yes, and then apparently. from there it just sort of you know it just as you know, actual legal aliens started coming around. It became actual aliens in the, you know, we all started being scared of that. So to see that transfer to this, especially from the special effects, I mean, district nine, it makes sense, right? It Okay. So I'm going to say that it should be in the criterion collection because right. I think that Neil Blomkak 
Blomkamp <laughs> hasn't made a movie as good as District 9 yeah. and watching it again it does have these great sort of uh, action film, sci-fi film, even body horror film sort of beats yeah. that it goes through that it keeps you entertained from the very beginning because you watch, you're, you, you're, in, you're, you're taken in by the kind of documentary style of it yeah. and then you follow it through because you sort of, you like this goofy character mm-hmm. and then you watch all this other, you, you know, you watch all the other stuff going on and you don't expect him to just jump in this you know transformer type of machine thing and start blasting fools right and again you know we didn't really we did talk about special effects but let me talk about how good those special effects were mm-hmm. that everything felt real and how could they not make anything like that mm-hmm. everything's so cgi and bad but they literally did it in district nine so okay i'll just say when i when i look at district nine and the special effects yes it should be in the fucking Criterion Collection because yeah. you know it should it it, it needs a uh, it needs a dope cover yeah because even all the special edition things that they have been doing for District Nine they don't they just have the same cover it's all the same fucking thing it's just the alien with the yes you know, and I think the Criterion Collection we get like some really great essays they really get great cover so I let it in cool I'm gonna go off of that because uh. The special, uh, the uh, special effects for this film, are a big jumping point for me in terms of how I feel. It's a big development from from what we watched first, which was War of the Worlds, and that's why I asked if Weta Digital was involved in it, which I assumed they uh, they were, um, because for this being his first film, and the amount of like work that i'm sure it took yeah for a lot of those shots it's borderline flawless in the sense that like although i know it's a sci-fi film i i always i well now so that i watched it from beginning to end it felt to me like it was more um sure it's telling a story about like you know um segregation and, and racism and all that yeah um which is a great undertone in itself but also the fact that it just they put so much heart into uh, every bit of it, you know, the storyline, yeah. the the imagery, uh, even even um, the practical the, effects, the practical effects, beautiful. Actually, like you said, the the. Body I wish I could name everyone who was involved in that. Like yeah. we could just shout everyone yeah, out because they did it, a yeah. fantastic job. I mean, even like the body horror stuff, like they spent time in making it where his exposure lever kept getting bigger where it was it was believable it was a gradual thing yeah, yeah it wasn't so like oh two hours later he already looks like them you know like yeah. it was very it the he did it deliberately and it made sense like you watching it you're like this makes sense coming from war of the worlds where you're you're kind of like screaming at the screen because you're like i wouldn't react to it like that like you know to watching something like this where you're like that makes sense i can see i would probably react that way you know like it made me enjoy this film because it felt more than just a sci-fi film the the digital effects were were great it wasn't i wasn't like oh that looks terrible i i enjoyed the movie for what it was what would you call it like it the digital effects weren't over the top, right? I mean, they were no, like I don't think there's they were... it was done a way where like it just looked re- I I don't It wasn't I don't I know how to say it would be realistic, but it felt like 
it felt natural. It felt like it made sense, you know? Like, even looking at the aliens, I was like, I like the way they made them look, you know? Uh, I really enjoyed how much work they put into that. And I think what a what a digital did like a fantastic job. Obviously in other other films they've worked on, they've they've put their heart and soul into that too. But for this being his first feature film or for his first big film and being as successful as it was too, like I think that in itself speaks volumes of this film and I think that's why it should be in the collection. All right. So Mondo. Yeah, I mean there's not much else I can add to that except uh, how cool the action stuff was at the end. Yeah. When he gets into that like uh, that little mech, you know, and he like and he's like charging it, and he's like almost like Iron Man and shit. How he's you know how he, the screens in front of him oh, and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Oh yeah, yeah, that was cool. I was gonna, I, I was, I was gonna bring up that that remind. I don't know if yeah, you guys was, ever played a video game called Titanfall, but there literally there's yeah. a I, I don't know if it was inspired by this, but there's a move where they freeze the bullets oh, okay. where he's getting shot at in that suit that you're talking about yeah. and then he releases it like that and it, it's fucking cool anyways sorry come on let's go for it yeah so i'm letting it in <laughs> okay <laughs> <laughs> all right okay well fucking it's in nacho yeah. good job man you got district nine in <laughs> yay <laughs> no i mean i i i again visually I, and every storyline everything this is a movie that i thought was fucking amazing i don't know i don't know i don't know any directors who've had a first film that are as good as this oh well you don't Oh well, that's I don't know. Yeah, you shouldn't have said that. But um, you know, there's a lot of. The, I mean, this this yeah. almost seemed like a blockbuster movie, though. I mean, it was you know. No, no, it's just good. Don't get me wrong. It's it's a solid. A lot of money put into this, like you know, for a big film, and sometimes for sure, you know, and for movies, a first film for it's him. It's a sh- like, it's a shame that he hasn't been able to live up to this shit. No, I would love to see him yeah. live up to this because yeah. this is fantastic, yeah. and I and I saw great things for him. Elysium, okay, it's fine. Chappie can't stand couldn't watch it (laughs) but thank you guys so much for listening to the criterion cult podcast please listen to us on spotify and itunes and also follow us on instagram at criterion cult and follow us on twitter at criterion cult pod and if you'd like you can follow me jordan at young jane fonda on instagram you can follow me nacho on he's off the map on instagram and twitter uh this is the demon you can follow me on instagram at mr beast 88 all together also rate us on uh apple itunes uh apple podcast uh rate us give us a review let us know how we're doing check out the movies if you want to be cool give us five stars but you know either way rate us and me mondo at save underscore mondo on instagram twitter and letterbox. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. I used to think that people would have to be mildly mentally ill or pretty severely mentally ill to be drawn into a cult.